0: Liberals reading Leviticus. It's a narrow passage here in 18 and 19. Familiar. Oh, a phrase or a verse at a time. Reading in Tory Times, chapter 19. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the entire community of the children of Israel and say to them, Holy are you to be, for holy am I, Yahweh your God. Each man, his mother and his father, you are to hold in awe. And my Sabbaths, you are to keep. I am Yahweh, your God. Do not turn your faces to no gods. And molten gods, you are not to make yourselves. I am Yahweh, your God. Now, when you slaughter a slaughter offering of shalom to Yahweh, for your being accepted, you are to slaughter it. At the time of your slaughtering it, it is to be eaten, and on the morrow as well. But what remains by the third day is to be burned in fire. Should it be eaten, yes, eaten, on the third day, it is tainted meat. It will not be accepted. Those who eat it, his iniquity must he bear. For the holy offering of Yahweh he has profaned. Cut off shall that person be from his kinspeople. Now, when you harvest the harvest of your land, You are not to finish to the edge of your field in harvesting. The full gathering of your harvest, you are not to gather. Your vineyard, you are not to glean. The break-off of your vineyard, you are not to gather. Rather, for the afflicted and for the sojourner, you are to leave them. I am Yahweh, your God. You are not to steal. You are not to lie. You are not to deal falsely each man with his fellow. You are not to swear by my name falsely, thus profaning the name of your God, I am Yahweh. You are not to withhold property from your neighbor. You are not to commit robbery. You are not to keep overnight the working wages of a hired hand with you until morning. You are not to insult the deaf. Before the blind, you are not to place a stumbling block. But rather, you are to hold your God in awe. I am Yahweh. You are not to commit corruption in justice. You are not to lift up in favor the face of the poor. You are not to overly favor the face of the great. With equity, you are to judge your fellow. You are not to traffic in slander among your kinspeople. You are not to stand by the blood of your neighbor. I am Yahweh. You are not to hate your brother in your heart. Rebuke, yes, rebuke your fellow that you will not bear sin because of him. You are not to take vengeance. You are not to retain anger against the sons of your kinspeople, but be loving to your neighbor as one like yourself. I am Yahweh. My laws you are to keep. Your animal you are not to allow to mate in two kinds. Your field you are not to sow with two kinds. A garment of two kinds of shanets is not to go on you. A man, when he lies with a woman, with an emission of seeds and she is a handmaid destined for another man and redeemed she has not been redeemed or freedom has not been given her compensation shall there be they are not to be put to death for she has not been freed but he is to bring as his asham offering to yahweh to the entrance of the tent of appointment a ram of asham offering The priest is to effect atonement for him with the ram of a sham offering before the presence of Yahweh for the sin he has sinned and he shall be granted pardon for the sin that he has sinned. And when you enter the land and plant any kind of tree for eating and you are to regard its fruit like a foreskin, a foreskin, for three years it has to be considered foreskinned for you. You are not to eat it. And in the fourth year shall all its fruit be holy portion for jubilation to Yahweh. In the fifth year you may eat its fruit to add for you its produce. I am Yahweh your God. You are not to eat anything together with blood. You are not to practice divination. You are not to practice soothsaying. You are not to round off the edge growth of your head. You are not to diminish the edge growth of your beard. An incision for a dead person. You are not to make in your flesh writing of skin etching. You are not to place upon yourselves, I am Yahweh. You are not to profane your daughter by making her a whore. Let the land not go whoring and the land be filled with insidiousness. My Sabbaths you are to keep, my holy shrine you are hold in awe, I am Yahweh. Do not turn your faces to ghosts of favorable spirits, do not inquire and become to my through them, I am Yahweh your God, in the face of the gray hair you are to rise you are to honour the face of the elderly, thus holding your God in awe. I am Yahweh. Now, when there sojourns among you a sojourner in your land, you are not to maltreat them. Like a native-born among you shall they be to you, the sojourner that sojourns with you. Be loving to him as one like yourself, for sojourners were you in the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh, your God. You are not to commit corruption, injustice, in measure, weight, or capacity. Scales of equity, weighing stones of equity, an ephah of equity, and a hin of equity, you shall have. I am Yahweh, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You are to keep all my laws and all my regulations and observe them. I am Yahweh. So ends chapter 19. Glib liberals, reading Leviticus in Tory times. Chapter 20 of Everett Fox's translation. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, and to the children of Israel you are to say, Any man, any man of the children of Israel, And of the sojourners that sojourn in Israel, The gives of his seed offering, Offspring to the Moloch, Is to be put to death, yes, death. The people of the land are to pelt him with stones. As for me, I will direct my face against that man, Will cut him off from amidst his kinspeople, since his sin, seed he has given to the Moloch, with the result that he makes my holy shrine to my, and profanes my holy name. Now if the people of the land should hide, yes, hide their eyes from that man when he gives his, of his seed to the Moloch by not putting him to death, I myself will set my face against that man and against his clan, and will cut him off, and all who go whoring along with him to whore after the moloch from amid their kinspeople. And a person who turns his face to ghosts or familiar spirits to whore after them, I will direct my face against that person and will cut him off from amidst his kinspeople. So you are to hallow yourselves. You are to be holy, for I, Yahweh, am your God, You are to keep my laws and observe them. I, Yahweh, am the one who hallows you. Indeed, any man, any man that insults his father or his mother is to be put to death. Yes, death. His father and his mother he has insulted. His blood guilt upon him. A man who adulters with the wife of another man, who adulters with the wife of his neighbor, is to be put to death. Yes, death. The adulterer and the adulteress. A man who lies with the wife of his father. The nakedness of his father he has exposed. The two of them are to be put to death. Yes, death. Their blood guilt is upon them. A man who lies with his daughter-in-law, the two of them are to be put to death. Yes, death. They have done perversion. Their blood guilt is upon them. A man who lies with a male as one lies with a woman, abomination have the two of them done. They could be put to death, yes, death, their blood guilt upon them. A man who takes in marriage a woman and her mother, it is insidious in fire. They are to be burned, he and they. That there be no such insidiousness in your midst. A man who gives his admission to an animal is to be put to death, yes, death, and the animal you are to kill. A woman who comes near any animal to meet with it, you are to kill the woman and the animal. They are to be put to death, yes, death, their blood guilt is upon them. A man who takes in marriage his sister, the daughter of his father, the daughter of his mother, so that he sees her nakedness, and she sees his nakedness. It is a disgraceful thing. They are to be cut off from the eyes of their kinspeople. The nakedness of his sister he has exposed his iniquity shall he bear. A man who lies with a woman in her infirmity, exposing her to nakedness, her source he has laid naked, and as for her she exposed her source of blood. The two of them are to be cut off from amidst their kinpeople. The nakedness of your mother's sister, your father's sister, you are not to expose. For his own kin he has laid naked. Their iniquity they are to bear. The man who lies with his aunt, the nakedness of his uncle he has exposed. Their sin they are to bear. Accursed will they die. A man that takes a marriage, the wife of his mother, she is set apart the nakedness of his brother he has exposed, accursed will they be. You are to keep all my laws and all my regulations and observe them, that the land will not vomit you out, which I am bringing you to settle. You are not to walk by the lands of the nations that I am sending out before you, for all these they did, and so I abhorred them. So I say to you, it is you who will possess their soil i will myself will give it to you and to take possession of it a land flowing with milk and honey i am yahweh your god who has separated you from the other peoples so you are to separate between the pure animals and the tamey ones the tamey falls and the pure ones that you not make yourselves detestable through animal or fowl or anything in which the soil serves that I've separated for you to treat as to my. You are to be holy to me, for holy am I, Yahweh. I have separated you from the other peoples to be mine. A man or a woman with whom is a ghost or a favorable spirit, they are to be put to death. Yes, death. With stones you are to pelt them. Their blood guilt is upon them. So ends chapter 20. Lib liberals reading Leviticus in Tory Times 2018. Chapter 21. Yahweh said to Moses, say to the priests, the sons of Aharon, say to them, for a dead person among his people, one is not to make oneself Tamai, except for his kin, one come near him. For his mother, for his father, for his son, for his daughter, his brother, his virgin sister near to him who has never belonged to a man, for her he may make himself Tamai. He is not to make himself Tamai as a husband among his people, just to profane himself. They are not to make bald a bald spot on their head on the edge of their beard they are not to shave off in their flesh they are not to incise an incision holy are they to be to their God they are not to profane the name of their God the fire offerings of God the food offerings of God they bring near so they are to be holy a woman who is a whore a profaned one they are not to take in marriage A woman divorced from her husband. They are not to take in marriage. For holy is he to his God. And you are to treat him as holy. For the food offerings of your God he brings near. Holy he shall be for you. For holy am I, Yahweh, the one who hallows you. And the daughter of the man who is priest. When she profanes herself by whoring, it is her father that she profanes, in fire she is to be burned. Now when the priest that is greater than his brothers, who has poured on his head the oil of the anointing, and has been mandated to dress in the garments, his head is not to bear, his garments he is not to tear. The presence of any dead persons he is not to enter, and even his father or his mother he is not to make himself tamai. From the holy shrine he is not to go out, that he not profane the holy shrine of his God. For the sacred oil of anointing is upon him. I am Yahweh. And he, only a woman in her virginity may he take in marriage, a widow or a divorcee, or one profaned by oring, these he is not to take in marriage. Rather, a virgin from his people he is just reminding us that he not profane his seed among his people. For I am Yahweh, the one who hallows him. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, speak to Aharon, saying, A man of your seed throughout their generations who has been in him a defect is not to come near, to bring near the food of his God. Indeed, any man who has in him a defect is not to come near. A man who is blind or lame or mutilated or too long-limbed, or a man who has in him a broken leg, or a broken arm, or a hunchback, or a dwarf, or one spotted in his eye, or one with a scab, or with eruptions, or crushed testicles, any man that has in him a defect from the seed of Aharon, the priest, is not to approach to bring near the fire offerings of Yahweh. A, a defect is in him. With the food of Yahweh is not to approach to bring it near. The food offerings of his God from the holiest holy portions or from the holy portions he may eat. However, the curtain he's not to enter and the slaughter site he's not to approach for a defect is in him. He is not to profane my holy shrines for I am Yahweh, the one who hallows them. So spoke Moshe to Aharon and his sons and to the children of Israel. So ends chapter Twenty-one. Glib liberals reading Leviticus. Tory Times, Chapter Twenty-two. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, "Speak to Aaron and to his sons." that they may be careful in handling the holy donations of the children of Israel, that they not profane my holy name, which they hallow to me. I am Yahweh. Say further to them throughout your generations, any man that comes near of all of your seed to the holy donations that the children of Israel, hallow to Yahweh, with his Tumah upon him, that person will be cut off from my presence. I am Yahweh. Any man, any man of the seed of a Haran, if he has Tzarat, or has a flow, of the holy donation, he is not to eat until he is pure. Whoever touches anything, tamai by a dead person, or a man from whom an emission of seed goes out, or a man that touches any swarming thing through which he becomes tamai, or a human through which he becomes tamai, whatever his tumah, the person who touches it is to remain tamai until sunset. He is not to eat of the holy donations, unless he washes his flesh in water, when the son comes in, then he is pure. Afterward he may eat of the holy donations, for they are his food. A carcass or a torn animal is not to eat, to become to my by means of them. I am Yahweh. So they shall keep my charge, so that they not bear sin thereby and die on account of it, when they profane it. I am Yahweh, the one who hallows them. An outsider is not to eat the holy donation. A settler belonging to a priest or a hired hand is not to eat the holy donation, but a priest, when he purchases a person through his purchase of silver, he may eat of it. And one born into his household may eat of his food. The daughter of a priest, when she belongs in marriage to a man, an outsider, she, of the raised holy donations, she is not to eat. And the daughter of a priest, if she is a widow or a divorcee, and the seed offspring, she has none. When she returns to her father's house, as in her youth, from her father's food, she may eat, and the outsider may not eat of it. But a layman, if he eats a holy donation in error... He is to add its fifth to it, giving to the priest the holy donation. They are not to profane the holy donations of the children of Israel that they set aside for Yahweh by causing them to bear iniquity requiring an Asham offering by eating their holy donations. For I am Yahweh, the one who hallows you. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and to his sons and to all the children of Israel and say to them, Any man, any man of the house of Israel or of the sojourners in Israel that brings near his near offering, including any of their vow offerings or including any of their free will offerings that they bring near to Yahweh as an offering up. For your acceptance, they must be holy sound, male among the cattle, among the sheep or among goats, any one in whom is a defect you are not to bring near, for not for acceptance will it be considered on your behalf. A man when he brings near a slaughter offering of shalom to Yahweh, for making a vow offering or for a free will offering among the herd or among the flock. Holy sound must it be for acceptance. Any defect there must not be in it. One that is blind or broken or mutilated with spotted eye or scab or eruptions, you are not to bring near any of these to Yahweh. A fire offering you may not place from any of them on the slaughter site to Yahweh. But an ox or a sheep too, long-limbed or stunted, you may sacrifice it it as a free will offering, but for a vow offering it will not be accepted. One that is bruised, or smashed, or torn up, or cut out in the testicles, you are not to bring near to Yahweh in your land, these may not be sacrificed. And from the hand of a foreigner you are not to bring near the food of your God for many of these, for their ruin is in them, a defect is in them, they will not be accepted on your behalf." Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, An ox or a sheep or a goat, when it is born, shall remain seven days under its mother, and from the eighth day and forward it will be accepted as a near offering, as a fire offering to Yahweh. And an ox or a sheep, it and its younger, you are not to slay on one day. When you slaughter a slaughter offering, a thanksgiving to Yahweh, for acceptance you will for you. you are to slaughter it. On that very day it is to be eaten. You are not to let any of it remain until morning. I am Yahweh. You are to keep my commandments and observe them. I am Yahweh. You are not to profane my holy name that I may be hallowed amidst the children of Israel. I am Yahweh, the one who hallows you. Who is bringing you out of the land of Egypt to be for you a God? I am Yahweh. So ends chapter 22. Glib Liberals. Reading Leviticus. In Tory Times. 2018. Everett Fox's translation. It's chapter. 23. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, The appointed times of Yahweh, which you are to proclaim to them as proclamations of holiness. These are they my appointed times. For six days may work be done. But on the seventh day is Sabbath, Sabbath ceasing, a proclamation of holiness, any kind of work you are not to do. It is Sabbath to Yahweh throughout all your settlements. These are the appointed times of Yahweh, proclamations of holiness, which you are to proclaim at their appointed times. On the first new moon, on the 14th after the new moon, between the setting times, is Passover to Yahweh. On the 15th day after this new moon is the pilgrimage festival of Matzat to Yahweh. For seven days, Matzat you are to eat. On the first day, a proclamation of holiness, shall there be for you any kind of servile work you are not to do. You are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh for seven days. On the seventh day is a proclamation of holiness, any kind of servile work you are not to do. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land that I am giving to you, and you harvest its harvest, You are to bring the premier sheaf of your harvest to the priest. He is to elevate the sheaf before the presence of Yahweh for acceptance for you. On the morrow of the Sabbath, the priest is to elevate it. You are to perform a sacrifice on the day of your elevating the sheaf, a sheep, holy sound in its first year as an offering up to Yahweh and its grain gift. Two tenth measures of flour mixed with oil, a fire offering to Yahweh, a soothing savor, and its poured offering of wine, a fourth of a hen. Now bread or parched grain or groats you are not to eat until that same day. Until you have brought the near offering of your God. It is a law of the ages into your generations throughout your settlements. And you are to number for yourselves from the morrow of the Sabbath, from the day you are to bring the elevated sheaf, seven Sabbaths of days. Whole weeks they are to be. Until the morrow of the seventh Sabbath you are to number. Fifty days. Then you are to bring near a grain gift of new crops to Yahweh. From your settlements you are to bring bread as an elevation offering. Two loaves of two-tenth measures of flour are they to be leavened. You are to bake them as first fruits to Yahweh. And you are to bring near, along with the bread, seven sheep, holy sound, a year old and one bull a young of the herd and rams two they shall be an offering up for yahweh with their grain gift and their poured offerings a fire offering of soothing savor to yahweh and you are to perform a sacrifice one hairy goat for a hatat two sheep a year old for a slaughter offering a shalom The priest is to elevate them together with the bread of the firstfruits as an elevation offering before the presence of Yahweh together with the two sheep. They shall be a holy portion for Yahweh, for the priest. And you are to make proclamation on that same day a proclamation of holiness shall there be for you. Any kind of servile work you are not to do, a law for the ages, throughout your settlements, into your generations. Now when you harvest the harvest of your land, you are not to finish off the edge of your field when you harvest it. The full gleaning of your harvest you are not to glean. For the afflicted and for the sojourner You are to leave them. I am Yahweh, your God. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, On the seventh new moon, on day one of the new moon, you are to have Sabbath ceasing, a reminder by horn blasting, a proclamation of holiness. Any kind of servile work you are not to do, you are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Mark, on the tenth after this seventh new moon, it is the day of atonement. A proclamation of holiness shall be there for you. You are to afflict yourselves. And you are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. Any kind of work you are not to do on that same day. For it is the day of atonement to effect atonement for you before the presence of Yahweh your God. Indeed, if any person does not afflict himself on that same day, he is to be cut off from his kinspeople. And if any person does any kind of work on that same day, I will cause that person to perish from amidst his kinspeople. Any kind of work that you are not to do, a law for the ages in your generations throughout all your settlements, it is Sabbath, a Sabbath ceasing for you. You are to afflict yourselves. On the ninth day, after the new moon, at sunset, from sunset to sunset you are to make a ceasing of your ceasing. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, On the fifteenth day of this seventh new moon, a pilgrimage festival of huts for seven days, To Yahweh. On the first day is a proclamation of holiness, any kind of servile work you are not to do. For seven days you are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. On the eighth day, a proclamation of holiness shall there be for you. You are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. It is a day of restraint. Any kind of servile work you are not to do. These are the appointed times of Yahweh, which you are to proclaim as proclamations of holiness, to bring near fire offerings to Yahweh, offering up grain gift, slaughter offering, poor offerings, each day's protocol in its day aside from the Sabbaths of Yahweh, aside from your presence, aside from all your vow offerings and all your freewill offerings that you give to Yahweh. Mark, on the 15th day after the 7th new moon, when you have gathered in the produce of the land, you are to celebrate as pilgrimage the pilgrimage festival of Yahweh for 7 days. On the first day is a sabbath ceasing and on the eighth day is a sabbath ceasing. You are to take yourselves on the first day the fruit of beautiful trees, the branches of palms, boughs of thick tree foliage and willows from the brook and you are to rejoice before the presence of Yahweh your God for seven days. You are to celebrate it as pilgrimage. Pilgrimage festival to Yahweh for seven days a year. A law for the ages throughout your generations. In the seventh new moon, you are to celebrate it as pilgrimage. In huts, you are to stay for seven days. Every native in Israel is to stay in huts. In order that your generations may know that in huts, I had the children of Israel stay when they brought them out of the land of Egypt, I am Yahweh, your God. So Moshe declared the appointed times of Yahweh to the children of Israel. Shohen's chapter 23. Glib liberals reading Leviticus. In Tory Times, 2018, Fox's Translation, Chapter 24. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Command the children of Israel that they take you oil of olives, clear, beaten for lighting, to draw up lampworks regularly, outside the curtain of the testimony in the tent of appointment. Aharon is to arrange it from sunset to daybreak before the presence of Yahweh regularly a law for the ages throughout your generations on a pure lampstand he is to arrange the lamp wicks before the presence of Yahweh regularly you are to take flour and are to bake it into twelve loaves. Two tenth measures shall be the one loaf. You are to put them into two arranged rows, six per row on the pure table before the presence of Yahweh. And you are to place on each row clear frankincense. It shall be for the bread as I reminder portion of fire offering to Yahweh. Sabbath day by Sabbath day he is to arrange it before the presence of Yahweh regularly. For the children of Israel is a covenant for the ages. They are to be Aharons and his sons. They are to eat them in a holy place. For they are a holiest holy portion for them for the fire offerings of Yahweh, an allotment for the ages. Now the son of an old Israelite woman went out. He was also the son of an Egyptian man. Amidst the children of Israel, and they scuffled in the camp. And the son of the Israelite woman and a fully Israelite man. Now the son of the Israelite woman reviled the, reviled the name and insulted it. So they brought them to Moshe. Now the name of his mother was Shalomit daughter of Divri of the tribe of Dan and they put him under guard to clarify it for them by order of Yahweh and Yahweh spoke to Moshe saying take the insulter outside the camp let all those who heard the curse lean their hands on his head and let the entire community pelt him And to the children of Israel you are to speak, saying, Any man, any man that insults his God, he shall bear his sin. But whoever reviles the name of Yahweh is to be put to death, yes, death. The entire community is to pelt, yes, pelt him. As the sojourner, so the native, when he reviles the name, he is to be put to death. Now a man, when he strikes down any human life, he is to be put to death, yes, death. One who strikes the life of an animal is to pay for it. Life in place of life. And a man, when he renders a defect in his fellow, as he has done, thus is to be done to him. Break in place of a break. Eye in place of eye. Tooth in place of tooth as he has rendered a defect in another human, so is to be rendered in him. Whoever strikes down an animal is to pay for it, but one who strikes down a human is to be put to death. One standard of judgment shall there be for you. As the sojourner, so shall the native be. For I, Yahweh, am your God. Thus spoke Moshe to the children of Israel. They took out the insulter outside the camp, and they pelted him with stones. So the children of Israel did as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. So ends 24. Week 4 Rites and Rites. Leviticus chapters 19-24 to Last week we began to refer to the religious dimension of our language of human rights. Rights to procedural justice, of due process, or natural justice reflect another dimension of the ideology of our age and culture. Some are presumptuous enough to call our time the end of history. Conversation here this week is the how of justice. The historical alternatives to procedural rights are usually dismissed pejoratively as autocracy or theocracy, surpassed by the rule of law, where principles rather than persons are claimed to be less arbitrary. What is the punishment and who is the judge? It's always been an issue. Politicians and soldiers get subordinated to judges and lawyers. And priests are dismissed and derided as perverted fools. Leviticus doesn't share our assumptions about procedural justice. Capital punishment. Banishment from the community. The qualifications or disqualifications for priests come out of another worldview. Is the shape beginning to emerge for you yet? As we surrender to a second month together, as glib liberals reading Leviticus in Tory Times. For the last couple of thousand years, Leviticus's code has been treated more seriously and interpreted and applied to the point of death and punishment and exclusion. Rites and rituals, forms and formalities, honours and offices, heroes and hero worship have ruled the day in cultures of honour and shame. Rather our, rather than our utilitarian calculation of how we use and abuse one another in production and consumption, have we evolved to something so much higher and better? Who are our heroes? Who are our demonized and excluded categories of humanity? What if we just learned the laws of gleaning, for instance, instead of maximizing production and efficiency at all costs. Is religion primarily about ethics, or transcendent, numinous, aesthetic experience of the Romantics? When we reduce the Holiness Code to procedural ethics, or dismiss it as ritualistic superstition, we're enjoying and mirroring ourselves, but not the tradition. In its integrity... So, Monday this week, we finally get to the one half verse we all know, Love Your Neighbor as Yourself, cited by Hillel, Midrash, Talmud, even Jesus and Paul. We get the Ten Commandments in reruns, but also a whole world view of leaving the gleanings in the field and the vineyard for the poor, giving fair measure, not treating your daughters or the land itself, as commercial commodities to be owned and sold. Tuesday, we recite the capital punishment due for the worst of crimes, including a catalogue of sexual taboos hotly contested in our generation and culture. These are matters beyond simple fines through sacrifices on the altar. These are existential threats to a minority community, like idolatry, Wednesday's recitals of consequences are less severe, though banishment, infidelity, and poverty are powerful threats outside of our first world welfare state. Thursday, we're going back to the priesthood, ordained a couple of weeks ago. They're particularly tied to avoiding ritual uncleanness, to maintain order within the cult, to preserve a sense of sanctity. Friday, hereditary priesthood, Challenges our myth of meritocracy, our scruples about what disqualifies a priest born to the role over the millennia which it meant to be born a Kohen. Then there's a pragmatic setting of limits on what dependents can rely on a share of the priest's share of the sacri- sacrifices. What's disinterest? Who's the truly needy? Who's good enough? And then what are the ritual moments in which a holy day is a holiday? Recreation is recreating things. Lingering and the last of the week. We'll defer sabbatical and jubilee to next week. The final week. The subversive vision of Jubilee.